Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, this is Noel from Data Blitz, and I'm trying some new form content. Um, I tried some long form stuff, or short form, sorry, back uh, about a year ago. You know, just Twitter and stuff like that. Really didn't catch on for me. Um, so I'm going to try a, a new schedule here uh, where I go through a weekly set of videos. We'll see how it goes. Um, this is very new for me, so bear with me as I get used to this, but, uh, I have a pretty interesting topic for week one, uh, which is week four, but, you know, takes a little bit to get ramped up for me here. So, uh, week four, we have our waiver wire ads. Um, so this is going to be tailored towards both redraft and dynasty, um, formats, uh, generally PPR and Superflex, so I, I do have some ads that do tailor towards um, Dynasty Superflex PPR leagues. Um, so first on the radar today is is A Chain. Um, so we saw that A Chain had an incredible game on Sunday. He racked up 233 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, two receiving touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns. Um, I believe those two rushing or receiving touchdowns came on a small number of targets. It was it was four targets, four receptions. Um, so what do we what do we see from A chain here? Obviously, an incredible waiver wire ad ad A chain. But I think A chain has more value than we're even considering yes if you're out there and you're getting offered somebody like josh jacobs for a chain in non-dynasty should you take it probably he has more guaranteed volume Get, considering the offense is worse on the raiders it's still a decision to make but you have to consider it i think a chain could potentially supplant mostert by the end of the year, not based off of pure talent, but because Mostert has only played 16 games once in the past three years. Mostert is injury prone. Mostert is an aging running back. He's currently 31. He hasn't had a ton of volume early in his career, but it is catching up to him as age. And so I think Mostert might be one of those guys that, you know, He's going to produce for another few weeks, maybe get a, a little injury, a lingering injury, or something bigger. But Mostert does tend to get injured at a certain point in the season, um, based off of what we've seen. And if he does, expect A-Chain to take up that role and hopefully get a lot more volume, uh, which is kind of the, the issue that we're, we're looking at right now with him. It's not a lot of guaranteed volume, but definitely on a high-flying offense, so whatever volume that he does get there is very valuable. All right. Uh, so on to the next guy for the next guy for our waiver wire ads, we have tank Dell. We all saw tank Dell racked up five catches, 145 yards, a touchdown. CJ Stroud asked the Houston Texans to draft tank Dell when he was selected. CJ Stroud has looked way better 
than any of us could have imagined. I mean, considering his preseason performances, the game just slowed down for him. And I think Tank Dell's value going forward is tied to CJ Stroud. If CJ Stroud does suffer some regression, which he could, but doesn't look very likely at this point, does it? Then, yeah, Tank Dell's value could take a hit. But right now, I mean, Tank Dell is a top 24 wide receiver with a top 12 quarterback. And even if CJ Stroud takes a step back to a, a mid tier QB2, you know, quarterback 18. The volume's there for for Tank Dell, and he he really complements Nico Collins' play style as you know, sort of that that quick, bursty receiver. Um, so Tank Dell, go go add Tank Dell if you can. Next up is one of those guys that is getting some opportunity because of an injury. Uh, pretty early in the season, we saw we saw now that Mike Williams. Um, tore his ACL this past weekend. It's a it's a shame. I really like Mike Williams. Mike Williams was averaging over seven targets a game before he went down. Um, and Josh Palmer uh, is going to step up in a big way. There is a chance that Quinton Johnson gets gets some adjustments in his role going forward, but Josh Palmer had gotten twelve targets over the past two games. Josh Palmer played every snap after Mike Williams went down. Josh Palmer is that dude behind Keenan Allen on that offense. And that offense is one of the top passing offenses in the league with Justin Herbert. I would say Josh Palmer is a very important add, and I might even have Josh Palmer over Tank Dell this week considering the volume that that offense is putting out and will continue to put out for the rest of the season, guaranteed. We don't know that about the Houston Texans. We don't know C.J. Stroud. He's a question mark. He's he's a good question mark, but he is a little bit uncertain still. We know Justin Herbert is that guy. In the case that some of this volume goes to Quinton Johnson, I think both Josh Palmer and Quinton Johnson might have issues providing consistent fantasy output. There's seven targets per game, let's say, that Mike Williams is leaving behind. Josh Palmer was averaging about five before then. I think Quinton Johnson might get some step up. Obviously, we're going to see Eckler uh, step into his old role and take some of those targets away. But I think it's Josh Palmer... Eckler, Keenan Allen are the guys to own on that offense, kind of in the reverse order there. So Keenan Allen, number one, Austin Eckler, number two, and Josh Palmer, number three, with Quentin Johnson being a question mark. We probably won't see anything out of Quentin Johnson until next year. The Chargers go to the Raiders this week. I don't know if it's at the Raiders or if it's at home, but we should hopefully see Josh Palmer put up some good numbers against the Raiders' defense, who are the 18th defense in the league this year. So those are sort of my shallow ads for non-dynasty leagues. Um, 
And now I want to get into some deeper ads for, you know, specifically Dynasty Superflex leagues, like I mentioned earlier. I have Taylor Heineke here. Desmond Ritter has not looked that great. And a starting quarterback, really, no matter what the caliber of him in a Superflex league, is valuable. Taylor Heineke looked good last year in Washington. Taylor Heineke is kind of the best chance that the Falcons have on offense. It is a little bit questionable because, yes, Desmond Ritter hasn't thrown that many interceptions. He hasn't looked that bad, but he also hasn't looked electric, which is why the next guy on the list that I have might have a better chance of stepping into that starting role compared to the current starter. That guy is Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett has been sort of a journeyman for the last few years. He's a good starter, um, pretty reliable. I think Jacoby Brissett's better than Sam Howell. Sam Howell hasn't looked that good this year. I mean, he had a, that game against the Bucks where he, he did look pretty good. But then we go Bills, where he threw four interceptions, and then Eagles this week. I don't know. I think by the end of this week, we could have Sam Howell be on the hot seat. I don't think any of these guys lose their jobs this week, but I do think it is a situation worth keeping its eye on because we haven't been impressed with Sam Howell or Desmond Ritter. And for some reason, Arthur Smith doesn't really like to tank. So I think Taylor Heineke could step into that role pretty soon. Jacoby Brissett could step into that role because of the bad QB play in front of him. Um, Next up here, we have Julian Hill. Very deep league ad. Julian Hill was hurt in week one. I believe week two as well. Um, but I think we have some value over Smythe here at the tight end position on the Dolphins. Um, Smythe had the second most snaps for a tight end going into week three. Week three, he played 37% of the snaps. Yes, there was some game script where we saw the starters come out pretty early for the Dolphins, so that could be part of it. But Julian Hill played 57 snaps compared to Smythe's 26. I don't think the game was over after 26 snaps, but it was pretty close. Uh, Julian Hill got one target, uh, and that's not really a, a great sign, but the snaps are there, and hopefully the targets will follow. I think this is a situation, again, to keep an eye on. We're not sure what the tight end position for the Dolphins looks like so far. Mike Gusecki wasn't that great last year. Um, Smythe hasn't been that good this year. It just doesn't feel like that's a team that uses their tight end position. But if this offense continues to put out high point numbers, we might see something like Julian Hill getting eight points a game. And that's valuable in some of those deeper leagues, uh, especially if it's tight end premium. You could see 10. Um, and if you're in like a 16-team league, you could you could get some value out of that. So that's all the waiver wire ads I have for this week. Um, hopefully I, I catered to both standard leagues um, and mentioned some of those. So the early, early guys, those guys are awesome. Um, 
go pick them up. Hopefully they'll produce right away. Uh, some of them already have, and they might not be available in your league. And then some of those deeper guys, which are in situations where they may step into bigger roles, I think that's kind of the key for keeping an eye on in, in some of those deeper dynasty leagues. Um, so I guess like, subscribe. I don't even know where I'm going to put this yet. I'm just recording this and then figuring that out next. Um, try to bear with me as I figure this stuff out. I definitely have interest in fantasy football. I've been playing it for years. Um, been playing Dynasty for, gosh, like 10 years now almost. And Fantasy for about 12. And that's over half my life. So I'm figuring out how to manage this, how to actually produce content here. Um, I created the brand last year. I didn't do anything with it, but I'm, I'm happy that I have that opportunity now to, to do something with it because I, I figured out sort of how to create content in this space, I believe. And I'll continue to, to put out content. So um, later this week, I'm going to be focusing on Dynasty buys and sells uh, based off of last week. Um, I think I kind of hinted at some of them with, with Taylor Heineke and, and Jacoby Brissett. So I will leave it at that. Um, let me know if you guys have any feedback. Um, I know that like not that many people are going to watch this, but I don't care. Um, this is probably good for me and my leagues to get the research done and um, just appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys.